my wife's car has about 263,000 miles on it. Uh, it's 22 years old. Uh, we've had it for about 16 of those years. Uh, my old Camry that I sold a few years back uh, had 320,000 miles on it, and I had uh, bought it off the lot with 16 miles on it. Uh, adding on to that, uh, the mileage on my current vehicle, uh, which is a big blue nondescript box of an SUV that we call the TARDIS. Uh, all see there are three Doctor Who fans out there, sorry. Okay, uh, so, uh, and on top of that, then a beat up old uh, gray uh, Voyager van and uh, a four by four that I had to trade away as a young parent because the car seat wouldn't fit in the four by four. So, uh, but over the course of that, I did some quick math and I realized that uh, we have traveled and driven combined 678,000 miles since the birth of my daughter in December of 1997. So uh, this is a pretty a, a phenomenal event. And I was thinking back over that and I was thinking about how often that the stories that I wanted to tell when I heard about the storyteller event on Parenthood involved the car. And it really started getting me to think about that there is truly an unsung hero slash third parent in our relationship, the family car. As we think about it, it really is true because that car, you know, it keeps us safe under all kinds of conditions. It keeps us safe uh, from the rain and from the wind and, uh, you know, uh, from sleet and hail and if you're from Colorado, sometimes all in the same day, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, they, it has been there to uh, protect us and it's, and it's seen this huge journey that we've been on and it's lived through in the endeavors of a lost million Cheerios. Uh, my daughter was notorious for that. She couldn't keep them in a bowl to save her life. Uh, the occasional half-eaten ranch soap nugget shoved between the car seats. Uh, the finger sticky finger painting, picture paintings on the wall. Yeah, my son was notorious for that one. So, uh, yeah, so we, they lived through all of this, and, uh, and it's, it's seen so much of our lives as we've gone along, and it's lived through all these indignities. And, and it wasn't just the kids. Uh, about mile marker 300,000 or so, my son was doing a fundraiser, and he was selling hot chocolate on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays before school. And he... Uh, so, which meant that uh, before he went to school, we warmed up about six gallons of hot milk to put in carafes for him to be able to take and sell. On one particular day, he didn't sell all of it, and so my wife ended up taking some of it back. But the carafes don't fit in the container the same way when they're empty, and it wasn't secure, and it fell over in the back seat, an entire gallon of hot milk in the back seat. Now, it's bad enough that the car suffered through that, but the addictions continue because in less than a week from that, my wife is taking our cat, Zen, to the vet. But he is being very un-Zen-like, and he is pawing against the cat carrier. So my wife goes, oh, well, then I'll just let him out because he obviously hates being in there. Oh, seize the party. Uh, so uh, he jumps up in the front seat on my wife's lap like he's driving the car and promptly pees all over her. She, in a panic, tosses him to the back seat to which he pees then upon the, the hot milk stain. So that was the summer of lather, rinse, repeat. Uh, as my wife spent months with the windows rolled down, pouring water onto the seat and then soaking it up with a wet and dry. So uh, it is it has endured so much with us. And it's seen so much as my kids have, have, have grown over the, over time. And uh, you know, and all these things that happened, the first 
the first day of kindergarten, the, the first dance, the first uh, date, because you know the parents went on the first date, right? So, you know, it's like all these things. And, and about mile marker, I was thinking about about mile marker, probably 65,000 or so. My son's four and he's in the back seat with me and I'm driving across town. And I'm a very vocal driver. Uh, I have a running commentary uh, as I drive. And uh, at this point in time, someone cut me off and I had to slam on the brakes really hard to avoid getting in a wreck. And I shouted out, well, isn't that effing stupid? Oh, man. There's this silence. And then, Dad. Yeah, buddy. You're not supposed to say stupid. <laughs> you were totally right, man. I lost my temper. I don't know what I was thinking. About mile marker, 250,000. My daughter's 11 or 12, and she's in the backseat of the car, and I'm taking her to something. Uh, you know, we're, we're constantly in motion, swim team, uh, creative arts, whatever. There, we were there, we, we, we traveled it to it. And my daughter's in the back though, and I'm driving along, and she pipes up and she says, so what is it with boys' fascination with breasts? <laughs> and I was so grateful to be with the third unsung parent so I could face forward when I answered that question. And. Uh, I felt like I did an amazing job of responding and giving it to her in a straightforward sense. Uh, she assures me that it wasn't. So, <laughs> so I threw all of this though, and this dependability though, sometimes get a little shaky. I mentioned the really crummy old gray van. Uh, about mile marker, maybe 1,000 or so. We were, my daughter was not quite four, my son was not quite two, and we were traveling from here to Grand Junction to spend Thanksgiving with on my wife's family. And we were coming across an I-76, so we didn't have to go through the mousetrap, when the van dies. It doesn't just die like, oh, I don't feel good. It's like, it expires, dies. And we pull it to the side of the road, shaking, and we're stranded at the only exit that has no services. There's a gravel pit there, and that's it. And so, <laughs> it was the time before smartphones, but it was the time before we didn't have AAA, so guess who got to hike down to try to find an exit? or try to find some sort of avenue. And as they would have it, there was a, um, a, a, a Hertz rent-a-car that was a fleet rental place mainly that was down there that got us a tow truck and took us to this gas station that was one of the old school gas stations like with the old analog, uh, you know, the round circle gas pumps where you flipped it down and they're all rolled back to zero. And it's like some of the younger ones are looking blank at me. Don't worry about it. They, they don't exist anymore. And so it's one of the true old school gas stations and it has one seat in its waiting area and it has coated the wall to just leak oil. We're <laughs> like, we cannot keep our kids here. We end up uh, getting, they say it's gonna be three hours. So we get the stroller, we take it to uh, Lakeside Vault, which doesn't exist anymore. And even at the time it was dying. And my wife says, uh, she said, all these guys have had all day is goldfish and um, string cheese. Um, I have to feed the baby. So my daughter and I walk up and down the nearly empty mall two or three times. And as we're coming back, my wife has finished breastfeeding my son. And she picks him up and she holds him up like this as we're walking up. When he projectile vomits at such an amazing hose force from eyebrows to ankles, just coats my wife. And there's this moment of silence as we all just froze. And then he started to cry. And my daughter started to cry, and I started to gag, and my, my wife, incredibly patient, just shushes my son and says, it's okay, and sets him down kind of side to the side and looks back at me and says, 
you're gonna need to go buy me some more clothes. <laughs> so fortunately, the target wasn't dead yet. So, uh, but uh, so it ended up that the, the van did die, die, and we ended up uh, getting a rental car from the from the Hertz there, and we carried on, and we ended up at Eisenhower Tunnel in the dark, freezing cold. Both kids are wailing from the changes in altitude and tired, exhaustion, and stress, and we had to pull over to stop. And it's like, why are we doing this? And we didn't have a really good answer other than this is what we're supposed to do. So we soldiered on. And we got there at Thanksgiving, and quite honestly, it was one of the worst Thanksgivings ever. <laughs> they took us to a friend's house who was a designer whose house was all white. So I have two small children I'm trying to detain, and it was back in the big fad of the deep fried turkeys. So we had to try the deep fried turkey, so we didn't eat until like 8 o'clock at night. And so it was just a miserable trip. And so we really kind of took away from that this story of this is that sometimes it's good to persevere. Sometimes it's okay to listen to the universe and just go home and eat ice cream, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. And so as we, as we go along, uh, in the 678,000 miles, we realize is, is that this part of our story is starting to end. My kids are driving now. My daughter's in college. We have, uh, you know, and all these things are happening. And so now they're driving, and they take, they're taking their own version of that unsung parent with them, which we're very grateful for. My daughter's first car, she comes home very excited from school, and she, or from work, and she goes, there's a girl that I know at work. She's going to Caltech, and she's going to sell me her car for $700. And I said, that's awesome. What kind of car is it? I don't know. Well, what year is it? I don't know. Well, how many miles are on it? I don't know. But it's purple! <laughs> so, it's an awesome set of choices there. And so, uh, you know, and as we look at this 678,000 miles, we look back at it and go, it's an amazing trip that we have, been, we have gone through. And, you know, we have listened to hundreds and hundreds of books on tape. And my kids may not like 80s music, but they can identify every one of those songs by the first three chords. They know them all. Uh, you know, and, it's, and we've had amazing discussions. Everything from why you are not allowed to jump off the roof with just an umbrella to why kids are so mean. And, you know, and so as we go along, and I look back at this, and I take away these things from, that I always remember and I always think about, which is things, uh, you know, they're pretty simple. Make sure that there's... You know, the air tires, uh, pressure's right. Always buy AAA. I don't care. <laughs> Six bucks a month, you buy the AAA. Uh, you uh, always make sure that you have a decent battery in your phone to get to wherever you gotta go. Uh, make sure that your load is securely fastened no matter what you're carrying. And under no circumstances is string cheese an acceptable travel food. Thank you very much.